Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giulio with you. Tucker Bagley behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494 on this Friday night. Uh, we're going to bring here in a couple minutes the uh, the last few minutes of Angelo Cataldi's sign-off today. If you missed earlier, it's worth hearing again. It's it's um, it's Philadelphia sports history. It's WIP history. It's And it's an awesome way to say goodbye. I want to play it for you. Before we get there, though, we, we teased the, um, the all-WIP evening show team, our favorites over the years we worked together here on the show. So this could be players, could be coaches. Tucker threw in the loophole. Maybe someone is not here um, you know, currently. Yeah, so I have 10 players and a coach. Okay, so I have less than that. I'll, I'll, I'll go first, and we'll see which ones. Maybe, I, I feel like maybe I forgot some. But I feel like these have been my favorite guys over the past you know, handful of years. So I went with co-coaches. Gabe Kapler, Doug Peterson. I mean, they're going to co-coach my team. And then as far as my players, like my guys, I, I, I feel like there's four that I really – and, I, and I, I had some trouble because if I wavered on someone or I was kind of out on someone, I felt like I couldn't put them on the team. I just felt like I, I kind of like – you know, I was too objective on them. I, I did, they weren't my guys. I feel like I had, I had three, but certainly – four, but certainly three that strong that, that I believed in. Jalen Hurts. My guy. I put Andrew Knapp as one of my guys. I put Kyle Schwarber as a no doubt my guy. I also had Matt Veerling. Now, he's not here anymore, but I really liked him, and I supported him throughout the season. Those are the only ones I thought of that I was fully on board the whole time. Maybe Brandon Graham's my guy, but everyone likes Brandon Graham. I don't, doesn't feel like it is, is kind of like my thing. But I, I certainly went Gabe, Doug, Jalen. Gabe, Doug, Jalen, Schwarber, and and Nappy feel like my five favorites. Yeah, I mean, Andrew Knapp is your guy, yeah. right? Like if you yeah. if you had to go to war with somebody, you would go to war with Andrew Knapp. I feel like, without question, the three I defended the most were Gabe, Doug, and Hertz. I think without a question. Yeah, like though I spent most of my time defending those those three. All right, so who's on your team? So my coach is Rob Thompson. Yeah, for obvious reasons. He yes. turned the summer around. He he t- brought us to October. First player I have is obvious. It's Brad Miller. He's the captain yeah. of my evening show team. He he was the guy. He hit three home runs in Chicago. He led the Cardinals in home runs in this pandemic year. Who could forget? Who could forget? Who could forget that he a team with Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado? You know who led the team in home runs? Brad Miller. Number two, I put Rudy Ford. Oh, former special teams. Now ace. a Jag. Uh, no, he's with the Packers now. Packers. I think he made a few big plays oh, for the Packers right, right. this season. Yes. Um, I mean, probably the biggest regret of Howie Rosen's career is letting Rudy Ford go. I put Kyle Schorber on there. put P.J. Tucker on there for obvious reasons. Well, it's just the name. Number five, I put a guy who I'm sure you probably forget, Kyle Garlick. Oh, I believe he was the Twins recently? Yeah, he's been on the Twins for two years. I had to look up to see where he was. I just remember we were all in on Kyle Garlick, and then he got cut. Yeah, the, so the Phillies got him off the Dodgers 40, man, because they have too many good players. They just, right. they just cut guys. I think he only played like five games here, maybe, if that. It felt like more. It felt like there was a real connection to Kyle Garlic. I'm going to put him on my bench. I like that. Uh, number six, Hassan Reddick, my fellow Temple Owl. Uh, and yeah, and you I mean, you were, you just seem like a proud father watching him play so well this year. I know you guys aren't that. You're actually probably the same age. But you seem we're like exactly a, the same age. Just, we entered Temple the same year. We graduated the same year. Yeah. A proud family member then. Yeah, You're, I mean, he was someone that I liked in college. I was at the draft when he got drafted in the first round. And I enjoyed watching him with Matt Rule in, in Carolina. And him coming home and doing what he did for the Eagles in the postseason, I, I thought was really cool. There were Joel Embiid on there. I feel like I defended him a little bit more. Yeah, you did. Remember, we did the whole shushing show. It may have been the most uh, angry I ever got. The shush that was that the one that led to the call 
which Joel Embiid then posted on social it did. media. It was that day where Mad Mike called in yep. and called him a baby, and Joel Embiid went on to, to tweet it, which outside of the Hurts pick may have been the high point of the show. Well, certainly one of the most viral moments. That that clip, now I don't. I think it was like grabbed. I, I, actually, that, it might have been an Odyssey clip. That clip has nearly one million views on it. Yeah, he took the video from, I guess, our Twitter account and, yeah. and reposted it himself. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, number eight, this is my only non-Philadelphia athlete, but Javante Williams. He was the guy that oh, started yeah. the Big Back Big Board, brought to you by Chili's Baby Back We Ridge. drafted him in fantasy. We drafted him in our fantasy league. Did he tear his ACL in like week four and kind of tank our season? Kind of, but yeah. you know, he was someone that for two years we were all on board with. I loved him. Number nine was Garrett Stubbs. The Stub Hub, Stub Studs. Stubbs Suds, I believe, was the other option we yeah, had. Yeah, there was a lot of creativity around that time of year. Yeah, I mean, it was mid-June. We were rolling with it. He was hot. There was a point in time where we talked about benching JT Realmuto. Oh, I get, I get reminded. I get messages. Anytime Realmuto does something well, you wanted him benched for Stubbs, you moron. And then just to fill out 10, I put in Kevin Hayes. Because I feel like we talked about him a lot for like a two-week stretch, and then the pandemic happened, and I don't think the Flyers have played hockey since. It was a big hockey show. The evening show turned to a big hockey show. Do you remember we used to do Flyers postgame? Yes. For like 30 seconds as a bit. It was a big hockey show for about two weeks. Pandemic hit, and you know what? Like, I don't even think they play anymore. Like, do the Flyers even play hockey? Uh, they have a team. It's it's not a very good one, though. From what I understand, they've they've won too much because they're supposed to be tanking for a young player that everyone wants. But that typical Flyers are going to screw this up too. All right, that was fun. Our WIP evening show team over the years. All right, let's bring in the the Angelo sign off, and then uh, we want to bring you a moment back in time, which may be the seminal moment literally on the air of, of a big thing happened to Philadelphia sports during the evening show. But here's Angelo from this morning. And finally, Big Daddy Graham. Um, big Daddy had the best overnight show in the history of Philadelphia because it was him. Loud. Fun. Totally unpredictable. I would drive in and I would get the topics that we would use from listening to Big Daddy. He was always a legend. And what he left behind was more than just a legacy. He left behind Ava Graham, <laughs> and and um, she embodies his zest for life, and she is at her young age the assistant program director at WIP. What a gift we got two for the price of one. <laughs> Both spectacular. We'll never forget them. I'm sorry I didn't mention the others. You were all important. It was an honor to work with every one of you. You may notice I have not named one sports hero. You know why? Here's the real secret of how we succeeded, the players, the owners, the managers, the coaches, they were never integral to the success of WIP. How they felt about us never mattered. All that mattered was you. If you like what you were hearing, you would keep listening. We would stay in business. We would grow an audience. The only people that mattered were the people listening and calling into our show. And I just want to acknowledge that... Um, we had some interns here that we cannot ignore oh, yeah. because some of them became far greater successes than we ever did. <laughs> yep. Al, Colleen Wolf. Yep, terrific. You're fired. She's a, <laughs> she's a host at NFL yep. Network. Uh, we had uh, Mike Garofalo Mike before. Garofalo, uh, yeah. Zach Gelb, part of now CBS Radio. Yep. Tremendous. Kyle Newback yep. is the best basketball analyst in this city at Philly Voice. 
David Uram. Uram. K-Y-W. Yes. How about that nut, <laughs> Al Harpo Petit? He was great. Dan Donnelly, put down the donuts. We're in crisis. Run in the fish market Steiner, in Medford. Steiner and all those other people. I saw Steiner the other night. Yep. You did, Sam? He was at the sports writer's thing. He's still kind of weird. Got the big right? voice. He's weird. He's a weird kid. Uh, but the real, the real superstars on our show were um, the calls and the listeners. Yeah. And... 40 years ago, I came to this city, and they embraced me, and they took me in when I was a writer, and they reacted to what I wrote, and then they gave me a chance to go to radio, and they ended up giving me a better job than I ever could have imagined. And um, I, I now I have to acknowledge somebody who understands how to get you to appeal to people, and that's Cindy Webster. Mm-hmm. And Cindy Webster is the best PR person I ever worked with in my life, and um, all I could say about her is when we brought her back, Mm-hmm. For the last 14 months. She was even better than she was before she was let go the first time. Cindy, you're the best. You have created the image for WIP that every one of us hoped we could do, but couldn't because we had no people skills. <laughs> I mean, it, none. And I, I just want to thank you for all that you brought to us. Joe Wechter. All right. Uh, the, Joe is a grumpy man, all right? But every time we needed to find the right sound, had the best sound effects. He whispered the greatest lines Jonesy ever yeah, That's right. Jonesy had like six that he had memorized, but the rest were Joe's. And he did them perfectly. And he's staying with the new yes, show he is. for a reason. Because he's like the greatest pr- producer in the history of radio. Yes. And we were lucky enough Great to timing. have him. For a long- he's been here longer than us. Oh, yeah. He's been here like 38 years. Yeah. <laughs> I'll admit, he looks like crap. But- you can't have everything. We're down to the end here, and I just, uh, you know, Al on the year, kind of a minimalist. Mm-hmm. Here's all Al did. He he got us into radio. I wasn't going into radio. I wouldn't have ever been into radio without Al. Blame me. And it was part of the fact, Al, you were just looking for a little extra revenue. It yeah. wasn't really, there wasn't a lot of thought to trying to get into radio. It's basically America. Yeah, that's what he was doing. <laughs> and then he got us the job here. And then all he did after that was come up with the biggest radio promotion in the history of radio, and that is Wingball. And he did it for 26 years, all right? Every important decision we had to make about this show over the past three decades, usually it was Al's final decision. Nope. Did we not, Ria? No doubt. We always nope. deferred to you, Al. You were always the one. 27 years ago, I was ready to bolt for Boston. Mm-hmm. We had a good job offer. I wanted to go. You know why we stayed for 33 years? Because I wouldn't go. Yeah. And you love Boston way more than, than I ever did. Yeah, that's but true. You, you said it won't work. No, it wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't go to Boston. Right? <laughs> Al, I never met anyone like you. I'm sure I never will again. No. Thank you. No, buddy. No problem. Thank you. <laughs> Everything's cool. Right. He's... I, I wish you could see how awkward he is right now. <laughs> Crazy. All right, and and then then we got Rhea. Are we done? Right. <laughs> no, I got to I got to talk about Rhea because from the day she got here, she made every one of us better. You hear around here, she's a pistol, right? She's even more important off the air. She books the show. She scours the internet for breaking news on every show, every minute, the whole time. And Rhea Hughes, the whole time she's been here, has done the heavy lifting. In the past few years, the heavy lifting is me, all right? Because here's what you don't know. Since even before the pandemic, I relied on reuse to hide my skills that were diminishing, my memory which is faltering, and my 
fatigue, which got to the point where I, I could not possibly do five of these a week. Rhea, you were there every step of the way. She's staying on this morning show for a very good reason. She's been the backbone of this morning show for a long time now. Rhea, thank you. Thank you. That's thank you nice. so thank much. You. And when I took over after Brookie left, everybody said to me, you know, you're doomed now. He's a legend. Nobody can follow you. And now some people are saying that to Joe and John and James, the next show. Don't believe a word of it, all right? Because they are going to continue with Rhea and Wector, the tradition that Brookie started here in 1988. And it's for them, just give them the same opportunity you gave us. Offer them the same loyalty, and they're going to build on it the same way we did. They will be terrific here, and they will be successful the way we were. And finally, my wife, Gail, she made the last 25 years of my life a joy. On good days or bad, and most here at WIP were good ones, but she was there to listen when I got home. She calmed me down when I got crazy. She picked me up when I fell down. And her speech here a few weeks ago when she talked about the sacrifice of doing this job, that is the single greatest moment of my radio career. I mocked every athlete who said this when they retired, and I'm going to close by saying it myself. It's time for me to go, Philadelphia. I need to spend more time with my family. Jeez. Thank you for the best 33 years of my life. Our studio assistant today was Dan Wilson. New assistant brand manager, Ava Graham. Mm -hmm. Special contributions, John Johnson. Joe Conklin for tickets. Go to joeconklin.com. He wants to make sure I get that in. Plug. <laughs> Clifford Lentz, our NASA correspondent, our consultant, the amazing Cindy Webster, and our producer, Joseph Ray, Director <laughs> Jr. And now we're going to end the way we did the first 10 years of our show. Okay. Thank you all for an amazing run. Bye. Goodbye. It's all over. It's all over. It's all over. I can't imagine a better way for Angela to sign off this morning. That was, I just want to make sure everyone heard it again. If you missed it, uh, it's up. You could listen to the whole podcast, the whole show, the whole hour. Uh, but that, that was a great sign off by Angelo. And, and I, I just, I, I love the touch at the end with uh, the way they used to sign off and, and doing it again. And, and just kind of hearing that it's all over um, after 33 years. Congratulations to Angelo for an incredible incredible career All right, before I sign off uh, not for a career I don't I don't I can't do that <laughs> that that's not possible right now but um but for the evening show uh, I, I we want to go back because we've had so many fun moments here doing this show uh, myself the last five years obviously the beginning with Jack and the last few years with Tucker and we were thinking about like seminal moments like moments that we'll remember doing this show and one of them well I'll always remember Tucker's face and I always remember like the the reaction to this of this city it was not quite five years ago. It was actually just about three years ago, April of 2020. Uh, we we're within the middle of the pandemic. There's no sports going on. All we had is the NFL draft. And at, usually day two of the draft is, well, I'm not, I was never live on for that. I wasn't on the air for that because day two of the draft typically would be a Friday night when I first started doing this. And that's usually would, a Phillies game. Exactly. It's April, it's Friday, it's a Phillies game. So I wouldn't be on. I would just be watching the draft here, and then usually we'd react to the second and third and fourth and fifth and sixth and seventh round pick the next week. Well, we were on the air in April of 2020 doing a live show waiting for the Eagles draft pick, which of course sounded like this. Are we allowed to spoil picks here? Uh, you want to spoil an idea? What's going on? So Jeff McClain just tweeted out who the Eagles pick at 53. Well, the 52. I think it'll amp 53. 52 is not in yet, though. No, but he said who they're going to pick at 53. I think it'll blow your mind. 
All right, you know what? I don't want to know. I want to. I want to be surprised, just like everybody. You want to go to break, and then we can find out. You know what? Let's do this. Rams are up. Then the Eagles. Apparently, I'm gonna. My mind will be blown here. Coming up, two one five five nine two nine four nine four. On the other side, we will have the Eagles selection at fifty three. Tucker says it's gonna blow our mind right here on Sports Radio ninety four WIP. NFL draft. The Philadelphia Eagles select Jalen Hurts, quarterback, Oklahoma. Whoa, it just... What just happened? Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Tucker was not doctoring that audio. That is real, folks. The Philadelphia Eagles, one year after handing Carson Wentz the most guaranteed money in NFL history, just selected a quarterback in the second round. I am... I am... (laughs) What just happened? 215-592... 9494 Let's talk about this one. The Philadelphia Eagles just selected Jalen Hurts in the second round of the NFL draft. This is the se- other than Carson Wentz, this is the highest they've used a pick on a quarterback since Kevin Cobb. Yeah, I mean Kevin Cobb was second round, Foles third round. They they used some late round picks, but th- I mean this is huge, right? Because the Eagles were Insistent, they were adamant that they would not trade up yesterday because they didn't want to lose their second round pick. pick. This This pick pick right now that they just used on a quarterback, a guy in a perfect world who doesn't touch the field. The only thing I can think is Jalen Hurts is is athletic enough. Maybe they view him that they can use him as a wild card player, like we saw Taysom Hill against uh, you know the back in the playoffs. But you don't use a second round pick on a luxury, no, especially when you have the holes the Eagles have right now. You do not. And when you did not want to trade up to get CeeDee Lamb using this pick yesterday. No, you do not. And and look, if, if Howie comes out tonight and talks about the idea of a Taysom Hill kind of role, it, it is a joke. Because if the Eagles believe, truly believe in Carson Wentz as a superstar quarterback, if the Eagles truly believe in that, then you don't take him off the field for some sort of gadget project. Now, if you if you have a gadget project that falls in your lap, you know, if you draft a player in the fifth or sixth or seventh round and he becomes Taysom Hill, fine. You use what's at your disposal. They just use a second round pick on a quarterback. And that quarterback became the greatest draft pick in Eagles history. Wow. You know, I've never gone back and heard the whole thing since since that night. Had you before tonight? No, that was the first time I had listened to it. Yeah, I mean I remember, like I kind of remember vividly some of the things we said, but I hadn't heard it since then. Man, that was um, yeah, that was one of my favorite moments doing this show over the past five years. I mean, I, I that moment, the reaction afterwards, obviously, what it's become, what what it 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 it, it gave to this fan base, and now what Jalen Hurts is, that was um, that was obviously one of our favorites. I just before I sign off tonight, and, and TK's coming up tonight, I just want to say thank you um, to everyone that has listened for the past five years. It's weird because I'm not going anywhere, but I am. Um, we've had plenty of callers say it like. I get it, right? I understand as someone who works at night, I understand that life. So if you are if you live that life, you know, if you, I understand if, if it's different, I'm going to be on a different day part, so, or in a day part. So I just want to thank every one of you that have listened for the past five years at night, whatever you do, whether you listen at home, like some people said they do, and they're making dinner with their family, or if you're someone who works a second shift, or you drive an Uber, whatever you do at night, I, I truly appreciate you being part of this show. Um, and... I also want to give a shout out to to first chronological order Jack for helping me get this show going. Um, I didn't know what I was doing to start this. I just wanted to do this, and I got an opportunity to, and he he, he helped me um, to get get this show off the ground. And I will always appreciate that. And then 
when Tucker came in, I mean, I had to, you know, it was weird because I felt good for the station, right? I felt good. Jack was moving up to the afternoon. He earned that. He deserved that. Uh, they wanted him there and he got to be there. And it was like, I, I had to feel good for him. But I also was like, man, what's going to happen to my show? And went through a search and, and Tucker became the guy um, three, you know, more than three years ago. And, and it's been awesome. I, I've loved working with Tucker here. And the one thing I will say to, to every one of you that's listened and to Jack and to Tucker, the, you know, one thing that behind the scenes, it's, you know, it's part of the job. But I heard Angelo use the word sacrifice there in his. And he's had, he always had to make a sacrifice for 33 years with his life because it's a different life when you work mornings. You have to go to bed early. You miss a lot of things. And for the past five years, I've had to make a sacrifice. Um, and it's one I've, I've accepted. But it's been a sacrifice. I, you know, I, I have never been home at night consistently since my daughter has been born. I've just missed, I've missed every night dinner for her whole life. And my son is eight. I missed a lot of his life. So I've, I've had a sacrifice. And the only way I've been able to do this for the past five years is because I knew you guys were listening and it'd be fun to work with my producers, Jack and then Tucker. I mean, I, I, I genuinely, and, and all the guests we've had on and all the hours with Howard... I genuinely had fun every single night. Even the nights you guys wanted to scream at me when I tried to tell you Wentz couldn't play. Okay, I even had fun those nights. Every single night I had fun doing this show and I will genuinely miss doing the evening show. And I don't, I'm not just saying that, I will. Uh, it, my new show I, I, I have high hopes for and I'm excited for and I, I know we'll make it a good show and, and we'll be successful, but I will miss doing this. So I just want to thank everyone as a part of this. And obviously th thank you, Tucker, for all, for all the years. You've done a great job. I appreciate everyone listening. Appreciate you guys. Uh, I'll talk to you guys on Monday morning. Tom Kelly is up next on sports radio 94 WIP.